This is the Monks Park Surgery Podcast. Well, welcome to the fourth Monks Park Surgery Podcast. How are you, David? Very well. How are you, Andy? Not bad. We're, we're doing this in this sweltering heat. If, it, there's any, if there's any outside noise, it's because we've got all the windows open. And, and there is a fan here, yeah. and I'm heavy breathing, so I'm going to keep away from the microphone. That's your heavy breathing. <sighs> yes. Fortunately, I can deal with all this extra <laughs> yeah, stuff. We can edit that out. Yeah. So this is our award-winning podcast. What award did we win? The Golden Mop, I believe. The, the Golden Mop? Yes. Yeah, we nicked it from Asda. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the award-winning, Monk's Park award-winning podcast. We're, we're uh, open to any awards that you might send us. But um, yeah, here we are. Um, I was going to feed back on what we've been doing. Hmm. The podcast, really pleased, we've had 390 downloads all round. 390, that's fab- fantastic. Well, it was helped that the last podcast, which if you haven't listened to it, has Martin Jones, the GP chair of the local GPs, mm. uh, featured. And the CCG was so pleased they put the podcast on the front of their website, which is quite impressive. Yes, and the website is www.bristolccg.nhs.uk. Uh, smarty if you want to get that but you could just subscribe to our podcast through iTunes absolutely the other the other episodes we've had about 100 of each so uh, 133 for Martin Jones okay. is the record tell your friends mm. or your enemies which are how, whatever you think about the podcast yeah, absolutely. yeah but we're, we're pleased about that aren't we it's a good it's a good step in the right direction particularly when we're trying to get our messages out there and it seems like People are beginning to listen. Yeah, that's which is cool. good. That is so good. So, what we're going to listen? What we're going to do? What we're going to talk about today? What's on our list? It's. I think we're just going to have a, a bit of a general update on uh, not just podcasts, obviously, which we just covered, but we're going to talk about our Twitter feed as well and some updates on our website. And I guess we're probably going to need to start thinking about flus. Do I say flus this time Already? of year? How many yeah. shopping days are there till Christmas? How many shopping days? I would say it's probably about 170 odd. I Something will check. Like but not many days. Not many. To our flu clinics. No, absolutely. It's anyway. closer to January the 1st now than it was. Um, yeah. We'll come back to that then. We've got a little update on doing how we're going to do minor ops, mm. minor operations. Uh, and. Um, Show off about our appointment times and what we've been doing about that. Yes, so big news on the way. Stay tuned. Excellent. Right, tell us all about the flu clinic. So it might seem a little strange to be talking mid-July about flus. Uh, Of course, you might be listening to this in December, in which case you've missed it. Um, But effectively, we've started thinking about flus. We know when our first deliveries of flus are coming through. Um, and our first Saturday clinic is going to be Saturday the 21st of September. We will have a number of clinicians on board and for those of you that are used to our Saturday morning clinics we try and stack you up as best we can so that we've, we've got a full waiting room and we just get you all lined up and you'll be either seeing one of our nurses, one of our doctors or even Karen our nurse practitioner. And we're not going to see people in the week we're going to try and see people at the weekends because appointments are quite filled up 
packed for the yes. nurses, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, for anyone who's trying to get a, a routine blood appointment at the moment, you'll know that we're we're a little bit under pressure. We also know that come, you know, uh, July, August and September, we have annual leave and other further requests uh, for time away. So we're going to try and get these flus um, sorted mo- for the most part during the weekend so that hopefully that frees up the appointments during the week for all the other routine stuff. If mm. somebody's sitting out there in Hallfield mm-hmm. and thinking it would be really good to tell people other things when they come, this mm. is a real opportunity. We're going to have several hundred mm. older people, by and large, coming through. Mm. If you've got an organisation out there, yes, all like Age Concern or mm-hmm. Neighbourhood Watch or... The Filton yeah. Filtone singers or something, yeah. and you'd like to do a bit of marketing mm. on those days, then yes. we could accommodate you. Yeah, so um, if you're interested in uh, perhaps popping along to any of our Saturday morning clinics, then feel free to drop us an email at monks www. No, you don't even have to do the W's, do you? On an email, it's monks park surgery at nhs.net. Yeah. Um, market for the attention of David and I will uh, come back to you as quickly as I can. It all adds to the fun. It does. Of course, if you're sitting there listening in Fiji mm. and you'd like to do something, just let us know. We'll we'll pop over. Yeah, um, as long as the airfare is paid. Yeah, well, Absolutely. that was understood. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're your men. And sorry to jump about a bit, mm. but we're also doing the shingles immunisations in the flu clinics, aren't we? We are, yeah. So actually you'll get two for the price of one. So um, my guess is is that what will happen is instead of rolling up one sleeve, you'll be asked to roll up two. And you'll have your flu jab in one arm and you'll have your shingles jab in the other. And I should know the answer to this. It's 70 to 80-year-olds? It is, yes. Yeah. So <sighs> it's not it's not the whole catchment group. So if you are a diabetic and an asthma patient, perhaps on a um, steroid inhaler, um, you, would, you will still have your flu jab. Um, however, if you are over the age of 70, you will be able to opt in to having a shingles jab as well. Um, of course, shingles is nasty. So if you if you haven't had shingles up till now, then it's 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 well worth having. Mm. I see lots of older people with shingles. Young guys seem to get young guys and girls seem to get through it relatively easily, but Mm. in older people it it lingers and it gives you long lasting pain. So that's worth thinking about. And we're changing baby hymns a little bit. There's a, a new little gooey thing to get the babies to take when they come in on their first IMS, isn't it? Yes, and the whole baby IMS regime has changed ever so slightly. So for new mums and dads out there, please ask for advice uh, yeah. when your baby is due for your normal immunisations. I, I guess most people probably know about that by the time they get to the baby clinic. But hey, if you mm. don't, you soon will. Okay, that's flu clinics and immunisations and all that stuff. What should we talk about next? Twitter? Yeah, why not? We've got up till now, 146 followers on Twitter, which I'm really pleased about. The last couple of weeks, we seem to have been getting one or two new people every yeah. day, which is it really is encouraging exciting. because we we seem to have um, we 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 had 20 people registered with us for quite some while. Now all of a sudden, when you check back, it's 146. Uh, so actually, when you when you when we think about perhaps what we might be in six months' time, that could be several hundred. 
Which would be great. Which would be great. And we're, we're putting on our Twitter feed sort of day-to-day stuff. Mm. If, say, the surgery all falls down tomorrow, we all get flu, mm. then just like if there was an accident in Monks Park, like mm. there was recently, we'd bung that out on Twitter. So if you're an acute Twitter person, you can get stuff. But there's also information like the latest podcast is out or mm-hmm. here's something about how to not get sunburnt or here's how treating diarrhea or and, something which is and quite confirmation cool. of the saturday flu clinic dates yeah. as and when we've got them excellent and our twitter address is at monks park surgery but it's monks pk surgery yeah we lost the r in the middle <laughs> monks puck surgery and while we're there, websites. We must mention the website, which has mm. loads of stuff on, like mm. AGM things. And if we mention, we're going to mention audit stuff later. And quite often we'll put audit bits and pieces on there. Yep. And that's monk. That's yeah. You've got choice here. We've got a choice of two. Either one will get you to the right place. But we do have the um, let's call it the original address, which is www.monksparksurgery.com and arguably probably the easiest one to remember. But actually what that will do, that routes you to www.monksparksurgery-bristol.co.uk. And finally, mm. while you've got your pens out, everybody, our email address, we would love you to contact us. Mm-hmm. Uh, put, I mean, You can email us, Twitter. You could even ring or make an appointment, I guess. <laughs> but if you need to email us, then monksparksurgery at nhs.net. Yep. is our email address and we'd love you to tell us what you think about the podcast about the surgery we'll ignore anything of course that's nasty and horrible because mm. we're like that uh, so just send us anything nice and that's what we'll publish there is also another just to confuse you even further there another. is another email address which um, we created some while ago to, for patient feedback MP M for Michael P for Peter so that stands MP. for Monks Park dot PPG, that's P for Peter, P for ah, Peter G, yes. at nhs.net. Right. And that was specifically created at the time for patient feedback. So if you are registered with us with your email address, that is mm. the account that you will receive information from us from. And you mentioned the PPG. Mm. We've got a nice little hardy band of yes, we do, people yeah. coming to that, but we're always really interested in getting people to yeah. to join in. Yeah. We'd love some younger people, and I'm not uh, I'm I'm not wanting in any way to offend the people on the PPG now. And I think they'd be the first to say mm. that they are slightly longer in the tooth. Absolutely, but. Still exceptionally valuable um, to the surgery. Um, our next planned patient participation group meeting is the 14th of August, which is a Wednesday. And we hold these things on a Wednesday because that is also our extended hours session. And the kickoff time for the meeting is six o'clock. And would it be fair to say that if a whole band of young mothers turned mm. up and mm. says we can't make 6.30 on a Wednesday but we'd love to have coffee and biscuits at 11 o'clock on say on a Monday yes. or sometime when all the children are in the playgroup mm. we would be really interested in looking at that we would I mean the, the, the 6 Within o'clock reason, yeah obviously. no the 6 o'clock arrangement works incredibly well for the members of the group at the moment but that isn't to say that if if we could get a larger group of people that we wouldn't be interested in flexing that time a little so again feel free to let us know if you would be willing to attend and if willing to attend what time would be convenient for you excellent 
Time's marching on, mm. amazingly, as it does on these things. Let's have a quick chat about appointments, because we've had a real go at appointments. Mm. In the uh, surgery uh, um, audits that we did back in February sort of time, yep. we had loads of comments about people like uh, myself starting on time, appointments always running late, what hassle all that sort of stuff was, and we were really exercised about that. Mm. And certainly... The doctors, uh, I'm, I'm going to let Karen, our nurse practitioner, off the hook here because she somehow manages to run to time all the time. But but the, but certainly myself, a bit slacker about it. Mm. But we're really pleased because we've made real changes on that. And I think what's happening was that the reception were then getting in the neck and then everyone was arriving late and a bit annoyed and wanted to mm. get their six penny worth. And somewhat to my surprise, in making a real, real major effort to, to start very much on time and then try to keep to time, it's, it's gone a lot smoother. Yeah. And I was worried that people would, the, the clinical side of it would, would, would go down. You'd be rushing people through and not worried about it. But actually, I think people are getting the same length of time, but they're arriving much less hairy-ated than they were before. And, yeah. and it's, it's easy to do. Yeah. And I, I, we, we've got some statistics here, which I'll try not to blind you too much with numbers over the radio. But when we audited it, the whole practice, this being consultation times for the surgery, uh, so it's not including telephone times because it's harder, harder to do and all that stuff. Um, and it's just the, the main clinical doctors, not, not, not the nurses. So it's myself, Dr Gutierrez, Dr Hartley and Karen Fulker. Overall, we were seeing... In the previous month, this is back in April, we were seeing about half the number of people within 10 minutes. Which is good. That's, that's, that is that's, good. Yeah. 78% of people we were seeing within 20 minutes. Okay. So that meant that 20% of people were, were having to wait longer than 20 minutes. Mm. Bearing so, in mind, mm. we're seeing 258, we got oh, last week's up here, 250 odd, maybe a bit more, maybe a bit less in a week. Mm. Then... 50 of those would be actually were waiting longer than 20 minutes, mm, mm. which that's 10 a day, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. Well, we reordered it just last week, and, and that number has gone from 50% in 10 within minutes. 10 minutes up to 60%. Okay, which is really good. 78% up to 83%. Okay. Which is a nice, yeah. modest improvement. That's great. Mm. Well, your you, Dr. Langton has gone from 31%. <coughs> Uh, within 10 minutes, up to 58%. Okay, So I've blown my own trumpet there, but, yeah. you know, and 71%, up to 90%. So that means for every nine people that come and see you, they are seen within 20 minutes. And the poor old one is the, the one, one. Who's, who's being kept longer so than So last 20. year, I, last year, last week, I saw 72 people. I'm looking at the screen here. Mm. And one in ten of those had to wait longer than 20 minutes. Mm. Uh, uh, so that's uh, seven people. But what, I, I think what's interesting is reflecting on it, you start to notice things that actually if you try to get within... The best way to stay within 20 minutes, that was always my goal, mm. to be honest. Mm. But if you work harder at staying within 20 minutes... Mm then you end up staying within 10 minutes. In fact, if you stay within 10 minutes, yes. you're going to stay within 20 minutes, yeah, and, which is really and, obvious. And some of the key things, uh, you know, which sound pretty straightforward, but the, the temptation is is that first thing in the morning or 
before you start the afternoon surgery is let's crack on and get some of the paperwork done and get some of the results done and actually what you then tend to find is, is that if you're starting that session 10 or 15 minutes late then you're always trying to play catch up whereas actually running on time and trying to stay on time it's a little bit more less pressure on you the clinicians and obviously then it has a knock-on effect for the patients waiting in the waiting yeah. room so it's all good it, stuff it is a it is a slightly odd parameter to use to audit. We used mm. to be able to audit the average time you were people yeah. waiting, so it'd be 14 minutes or 15 and a half minutes or something. Mm. And that's, uh, we haven't yet worked out how to do that on our current software. M maybe we will. But I think what you notice is that it only takes one person actually to put the whole thing behind. Yeah. So if as can happen, your first patient in, you have to spend half an hour admitting people, that then means that the next 16, 18 people that you're seeing that morning, they're mm. all going to be more than 20 minutes late. And unless you manage to you know, do something heroic with one or two people and, and yeah. catch up. We do have those telephone slots we do. in between. And I, I don't like to use those as a, as a break, mm. fire break, but sometimes you can use those as catch up. And the one caveat to all of this is, is that actually we do see on occasion, believe it or not, some exceptionally poorly patients. And actually you can end up having to do an admission to hospital um, and waiting with the patient for the ambulance to arrive and that can completely throw a, a whole session out the window so I'd like to think that although we're trying to make every effort with our appointment waiting times there will be occasions where we just through events beyond our control mm. where those times will slip yeah. and hopefully we will still have the understanding of our patients and, and those five on the screen there that were longer 20 minutes mm. that means that actually we, we probably managed a good 10 or 15 people who really needed quite a long time yeah. but we've caught up yeah. and, and that's, that's really the challenge. Mm. The, the other thing that's interesting is when, when, when people come in with, with several problems mm. and I've known people, actually one of our doors has a notice on saying I'm only going to listen to one problem while you're here. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure about that and this is, these are just the thoughts of Chairman Langton here <laughs> that, that life doesn't often fit itself just into one thing it is great when someone comes in and says I've just got a cough mm. or I've just got an ear infection or, or I just need a repeat prescription of the pill and you do it thinking there's going to be something else big coming around the corner and they go thank you and walk out the door and think oh <laughs> I could have I could have padded that out a little bit but because the corollary is that when you get on to four or five problems it's mm. quite quite awkward and I've often said to people, I'm really sorry, but I've, I've dealt with literally four quite big things in quite a short time. Mm. And it would have been nice to have actually spent a little bit more time on that. However, there's still another dozen people who, if I carry on, I've, yep. got, to, I've got to apologise to every one of them for being late. Mm. And I have recently, slightly naughtily, where people have come in and said, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm, you know, 20 minutes late. And, oh, I don't know, I'm really sorry. And I said, well, I'm... I've got to be quick now mm. because you only have to apologise to me once yeah. but I now have to apologise to everybody for the rest yeah, of the morning, the morning yeah. because you were late <laughs> um, and I'm saying that with a smile on my face but you, those are the things you start to realise are going mm. on rather than just letting the thing run through mm. but we're, we're, we're really pleased with those um, data and, 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 and I have it open on my desk every day now so I can mm. see what's going on and we, we do a weekly audit to try and make sure things... The, 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 the hope is is that the, the appointments thing 
is is something that we've we've scored down on in terms of our patient survey results and it's probably one of one of two areas that we know that there is there's work that we need to do so we would like to be able to sit here on the podcast and say just as we have that with a little bit of additional effort and awareness of what some of the issues are is that we've made an improvement it will be something that we're going to continue working on and hopefully our survey results as and when we get them back through will um, show a uh, an improvement and i and i think reception are very much noticing it because they were they were getting a whole morning of people coming out saying, oh, when's the doctor going to be seen? Mm, mm. And I think with the best will in the world, when everyone who comes in moans at you mm. about somebody else, mm. you get it in the neck a bit, and it, it's helping all round, really. Yeah, absolutely. Which is good. That's great. That is good. Brilliant. Well, that's our update for you. Um, can I, but just before we sign off, can I give a shout-out to a young man called Jed who uh, religiously listens to our podcast? Religiously. And it, religiously. And he takes I'm, communion with it uh, as he listens. Well, and and um, my fear is, is that the 390 downloads, he's probably <laughs> downloaded 100 of those himself. So a big thank you to Jed. And I know your personal favourite is David, the practice manager. And, uh, and for nagging us yeah. to do another another podcast, and and your fan mail is gratefully absolutely. Received. And speaking of fan fan mail, Monks Park Surgery at nhs.net. Yes, drop us a line, or if you if you've got any patient specific feedback, please feel free to use mp.ppg at nhs.net. Excellent, and uh, we'll see you next month. Take care. See you soon. See you. Bye, Bye now.